0: Namaste everyone, welcome to Atreya Herb's podcast. Um, Our purpose and intention in doing these Atreya Herb's podcast is to uh, help our community, Atreya Ayurvedic community, uh, by giving uh, all of us the knowledge necessary to thrive in life, uh, which is, the goal is towards living a long, healthy life. And uh, we bring in all these topics to empower ourselves and get informed uh, how to lead a healthy long life. And today on our podcast, we'll be starting a you know, brand new uh, series with Vaidya Victor, uh, who is uh, practicing Ayurveda for over 10 years, and he has also written a book on post diagnosis, Uh, He practices through International Institute of Ayurveda in the Northern California, in the the coastal area, and I wanted to welcome uh, Vaidya Victor. Welcome and
1: namaste. Namaste. Thank you, Dr. J, for hosting me.
0: Oh, great. Um, So um, for those of you who don't know me, I'm Vaidya J. I am uh, also a longtime practitioner of Ayurveda and uh, uh, Atreya Herbs is the platform that we use to uh, bring in information necessary to uh, validate Ayurvedic knowledge and also uh, inform uh, the Ayurvedic community to uh, uh, empower ourselves and empower the community. So without further delay, I wanted to uh, tell you that the the topic that we have for this series is all about uh, uh, nervous system. Uh, In the past uh, 30 years, there have been extraordinary amount of research that has been done in neuroscience. And without the neuroscience, uh, I think understanding Ayurveda um, will also be uh, somewhat uh, incomplete. Uh, I say that because uh, so many uh, neuro uh, characteristics or neuro qualities are seen in the doshas that uh, uh, through discussion uh, with Vaidya Victor, we'll be able to get our uh, minds wrapped around this complex concept of neurosystem. So. Um, the topic that we have uh, is uh, to do with the um, nervous system that is closely related to gut, because uh, when we see the last 10 years of research, the relation between the gut uh, and the brain, the gut-brain axis, what, they, what we call as, has exploded yeah, with a lot of information, a lot of scientific validation that the brain and the gut have very close relation, which is uh, which Ayurveda has been uh, advocating for a long, long time. Um, so uh, what is autonomous nervous system for us, uh, for all our listeners here uh, who want to know about what is this autonomous nervous system? Uh, can you please uh, uh, elaborate on this, uh, on that, Vaidya Victor?
1: Yeah, absolutely. The, um, autonomic nervous system is everyone, everyone has it. Um, and <clears throat> to a large degree, every animal has it. So we, we have this nervous system inside of us that the name gives it away. It's a lot of automatic functioning. So it controls things like our heart rate. Um, it controls things like our breath rate. It controls things like, um, a lot of digestive capacities and functionality, so on and so forth. And largely it's the type of activity in our body that we're not sitting there thinking about. It Mm -hmm. controls so much that if we were to have to actually consciously manage everything it controls, it -hmm. would be impossible. It would be thousands of tasks. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So Mm -hmm. it's, you know, we've got this really complex um, system running in the background of our lives at all times. And it drives a lot of our behavior. So give just a brief example of that. So let's say that um, I'm walking down the street and I hear a rustling in the bushes and it's coming from behind me. That's gonna my via my my sense perceptions, specifically in this case the auditory sense perception, it's gonna send a signal to my autonomic nervous system that there may be a threat present. And my body's physiology is going to change very dramatically, very quickly. And that's an idea of how the autonomic nervous system works in our day-to-day life. And of course, Mm -hmm. the opposite and the positive and so on and so forth. So it's largely built into the sense organs. And Mm -hmm. that's why one of the Ayurvedic axioms is one of the prime causes of diseases is misuse of the senses because it has such a profound influence on our autonomic nervous system.
0: Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Um, So uh, if uh, we don't know uh, how much time the stomach takes to empty the food that we have eaten, it is left to the autonomous nervous system. How much time? Does uh, the, the, the gall at what time the gallbladder secretes all its secretions into the into the gut? It's left to the, auto, the autonomous system. Is that is that the right way of uh, saying it's all automatic and then it's under control like uh, these activities that are done uh, by the organs in the in the digestive system? Is it the right way to think about?
1: Yeah, for the most part, there's also the enteric nervous system, um, oh, right. which, yeah, which is is distinct yeah. from the autonomic nervous system if you want to get into the Western and, and anatomical sense of it. But the important part is that the autonomic nervous system and the enteric nervous system are so intricately connected that mm-hmm. yes, you could basically say what you just said, and you know, yeah. unless unless you're getting uh, reviewed by a medical committee, you're going to be okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. So the uh, interesting aspect of it is the uh, autonomic nervous system, uh, unlike intric, the autonomous nervous system has the uh, influence of uh, what the uh, sensory input is coming in and how the the body is preparing for it.
1: Um, exactly. So that, yeah, that's yeah. The big, and that's the connection with manas. Correct. sense organs, right? So we have a mind body yeah. connection there. That's the words right. we use in our modern day.
0: Absolutely. So let's get into a little more detail here. Um, I like the example that you took the the uh, um, some threat, some kind of uh, you know sudden uh, uh, unprepared uh, situation where you feel threatened. And that input that's coming in, uh, how does it, How does it activate the in, in what way? I just want to want our listeners to know. Let's say that um, you are driving and suddenly this guy uh, or somebody r- runs very close to you or cuts in front of you. What happens to our autonomous nervous system at that time?
1: Okay, so the main things we're going to experience on a very visceral level immediately mm-hmm. is going to be an increase in heart rate. Mm -hmm. so that's number one and then usually that accompanies an increase in breath rate and then a release of adrenaline um and there's a physiological reason for that your body your autonomic nervous system unlike your conscious mind is it, it has a priority and that priority is to keep the body alive and safe yeah and so it activates a defense mechanism if there's threat present or there doesn't actually have to be real threat present. It could just be perceived threat. So whether the threat's real or perceived, your Mm -hmm. body can act out a defense mechanism. Mm -hmm. And those are typically fight, flight, or freeze. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. we all are familiar with those. Um, And so what's important from a gut, gut perspective is that when this threat is perceived, it triggers our autonomic nervous system to use our resources in our body. And I, I like to talk about that as our Agni resources. And it sends mm-hmm. them away from the gut to the periphery. So basically, we can move fast mm-hmm. we can, and we can think fast. Mm-hmm. And so every, everything moves away from the gut. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Got gotcha. you.
0: So let's let's think about, and now I'd like to connect these things that you said. Uh, one thing that you said is the excessive or abnormal use of sense organs. Uh, in Ayurveda, we have um, the causative factors, um, you know, general uh, causative factors across the border uh, that are responsible for causing some kind of a Uh, you know, uh, disturbance to the homeostasis, wherein we have, uh, you know, the sense organs being, you know, taken into consideration. No other science uh, takes the sense organs so seriously as Ayurveda does. And uh, in the beginning, when we start the conversation, you said, you know, overuse of sense organs or underuse or even abnormal use. You've seen So let's connect that to, uh, you know, what's going on to the, uh, the response that we just talked about, the adrenal axis that, uh, uh, you know, we are talking about uh, when there is sudden uh, some kind of, a, you know, preparedness that is needed for the body and how b- the autonomous nervous system is so intricately connected to the heart, the, the adrenal glands and then the, uh, the gut so can we can we put a you know like a uh, a, a um, linear process i know that it's a very complex mechanism so that it is simplified for our listeners and, you know what does this mean what does this process uh, so that you know we can um, give our listeners that sense organs are very very important uh, in keeping the autonomous nervous system healthy
1: sure yeah we could do that so, okay. Let's pretend that as a child, um we became we we got chased by a dog.
0: Mm. Okay? So,
1: mm-hmm. and as a child, that's very 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 threatening. That's a real threat. If that dog catches you and gets you, it can be life-threatening.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, so now our autonomic nervous system has experienced that in our past. And it it gets encoded in in our in what we see in the world as a threat, as something threatening or something safe. So now let's flash forward 20 years later. Mm-hmm. And we're walking down the street and we see a dog, and it's it's gotten out of its yard and it's just mm. staring at us.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, so now that my sense perception is sight. I'm using my sense of sight. Mm-hmm. And based on my past and my current worldview about dogs that dog is considered a threat Mm
0: -hmm.
1: because, you know, I'm afraid that it's going to chase me down and harm me. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So that moment, that second, when I see that dog and it's not contained and I identify it as a threat, my autonomic nervous system automatically without me doing anything, sends signals through the vagus nerve, which Mm -hmm. is
0: very Mm -hmm.
1: nerve. That's connected to all the vital organs Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that says, okay this is a threat switch function go from the we haven't talked about this yet but go from your parasympathetic state which Mm -hmm. is your basic resting state Mm -hmm. to a sympathetic state which is your defense mode Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and it Mm -hmm. says now pick a defense what defense is going to be the most uh viable defense to get away from this threat so let's say that our we our autonomic nervous system automatically defaults to flight. Mm-hmm. So, we, so now, physiologically, our circulatory system changes and we move a lot of our blood resources away from the gut and to the extremities, specifically the legs and the sense organs. So that while I'm running, Um, I can pick up other cues from the environment as to if there are other threats around or where the dog is behind me. I'm going to start using my ears more, things like that. Mm -hmm. And, and my adrenaline releases, which gives me a huge physical advantage temporarily. Mm -hmm. Um, I start producing a lot of cortisol, things like that. And I, my body just without me thinking about it, I, this extreme urge, arises in me to run. And so I start running as fast as I can. So of course my heart rate is increased to prepare myself for the running. My breath rate has increased and so on and so forth. My liver is producing a lot of heat, everything. Mm. And that all happens just by looking at the dog. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So whether that dog comes after me or not, I've already, my physiology has already changed.
0: Mm. Yeah great example.
1: I, yeah if mm-hmm. i just ate lunch right
0: mm-hmm.
1: now i've stopped digesting that food mm-hmm. because all those resources are used elsewhere in my body.
0: Wow so the the uh, the irony of all of this is on a daily basis we get so many of these sensory you know threats that um, our autonomous nervous system must be continuously triggering this type of a mechanism, um, and uh, our our audience ha- would would completely re- resonate with this because um, if uh, you know, like looking at something um, yeah, on on the uh, let's say. Uh, your, your, your handheld, uh, iPhone or, 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 a smartphone, which may be not related to directly to a dog, uh, that you were you know, explaining, but it may be something to do with that situation that, that, uh, you know, uh, uh is uh, triggering the memory of this untoward, you know, situation, like maybe, uh, a, a hostile situation that, the, that, uh, a child, as a child, somebody you know um, experienced at their home, and then now in in the uh, current you know situation, they are looking at a at a a, a post or uh, a video or something that subconsciously uh, through the sense through the eye is now triggering these same uh, pathways that. Uh, the body has to be prepared, and there is a there is a threat, there is a fear, there is you know um, um, some kind of anger. These things will constantly trigger the nervous system, and I just want to get into that vagus nerve uh, in a minute. But um, so is that the right understanding?
1: Yeah, that's exactly right, and that's what's happening to us all the time, and that's what mm-hmm. the Ayurvedic sages were the misuse of the senses.
0: Mm, mm, so
1: mm. right so it's like let's say let's say i have that same fear of the dog and i open up you know i'm watching a movie and of course i'm sitting on the couch i know for the fact that there's no dog in the room but Mm. my autonomic nervous system doesn't work that way it's Mm -hmm. not it's not part of my conscious apparatus so Mm. if i see a dog on tv that's you know going after someone and mm-hmm. I feel that feeling inside my body. Maybe I do, maybe I don't. But that stimulus came through the same sense organ mm-hmm. and now runs through my autonomic nervous system.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's mm-hmm. going to affect my physiology even if it's not full-scale flight or something like that. Mm-hmm. And like you said, it's perfect. You know, you sit, You there are a lot of, this is the source of a lot of how trauma works. Um, mm-hmm. Dr. Stephen Porges Who's a mm. modern scientist wrote a lot about this in the polyvagal theory, mm. uh, where we we have these things encoded in our autonomic nervous system, and we we experience it we experience these repeatedly. So let's say I live in an unsafe household, then uh, or I grow up in an unsafe household, and then I go into a workplace, and my boss just even reminds me of one of my parents then I'm going to go into an autonomic defense response,
0: mm-hmm.
1: even though, you know, I'm not a kid anymore or anything like that, and I'm not in my parents' house. And mm-hmm. then that's going—that's what we call stress. And so that stress is going to have a physiological impact and is going to create digestive disorders. I mean, it can create any number of diseases.
0: Yep. Yeah. Okay. So that's, I think, very clear to all our listeners now that um, – the, the importance of autonomous nervous system. Now, um, this vagal nerve, or uh, vagus nerve, um, so the, uh, just for our listeners here, um, there are nerves that come from the spinal cord and also there are nerves that come directly from the brain. So uh, the, the nerves that come directly from the brain, we call them as cranial nerves. Uh, and those which are coming from the spinal cord, we call them as spinal nerves. So these cranial nerves are very, very unique in what they do. So um, earlier, Y.D. Uh, Victor touched base on the vagal nerve, and uh, this is a, a nerve that is coming directly from the brain. So I want to pick his brain on how this you know, vagal nerve is so important for, you know, this autonomic autonomic response that we have. So, Vaidya um, Victor, so just tell us about this uh, uh, vagus nerve and how it is so important for us to uh, keep ourselves healthy.
1: Yeah, sure. The vagus nerve is super vital. Um, it, it, it's the 10th cranial nerve, so it starts in the brain, um, and it is a huge, huge neural pathway. I mean, you're in Los Angeles, so it's like the 405. I mean, it's it's massive. <laughs> it, it runs from your brain. It connects to every one of your sense organs. So eyes, nose, tongue, um, all over your skin, everything like that, um, and then it descends. Well, you could say it ascends from the uh, sacrum, but we'll start from the brain. It descends from the brain, and it connects to your all, a lot of your facial nerves. And so, a lot of um, we communicate a lot with our face to other people with vagus nerves, and those are big cues of safety because there aren't just threat cues; there are safety cues. So, when we smile, we're actually affecting the person's physiology who we're smiling at. Um, If we scowl, we're also affecting their physiology because the autonomic nervous system takes those cues into account and assesses the environment based on that. And then it goes into your voice box, so it has a lot to do with the tone of your voice and how you use your voice. And then if you notice that when sometimes people get scared, they'll automatically, their voice will go to a higher pitch. That's an autonomic nervous system response. Um, whereas a more conscious way to use the, the manipulate the vagus nerve is to speak with prosody is the word, so to speak with um, a melodious tone, so not monotone. Monotone is interpreted as the autonomic nervous system as a threat, whereas prosody or a melodious voice is interpreted um, as safety from the, by the autonomic nervous system. So singing, things like that, are big safety cues for the most part, to the autonomic nervous system. And that can explain a lot of the reasons why people love music so much, Um, because it does give us a profound It's actually good for our physiological gut health. Um, But anyways, that vagus nerve continues down, and then it innervates, meaning it enters and connects to the heart, the lungs, diaphragm, um, stomach, small intestine, large intestine, gallbladder, liver, reproductive organs, pancreas, spleen, everything, all of it. And what's interesting about the vagus nerve is that unlike most nerves, it's a two-way street. So it runs from the brain to the lower organs and from the lower organs to the brain. It goes both ways. That means that your gut, which has just as many nerve endings as your brain, is sending messages all the time to the brain about the status of the body and it's giving commands so it's not just your brain that's in charge that's just a that's a very um, big misconception that we've developed in our culture and ayurveda would never have said that in a million years Um, so that's an important thing to recognize i think Mm. so it's part of the parasympathetic nervous system so there's the autonomic nervous system and that's split into two branches the sympathetic nervous system and the parasympathetic nervous system. The vagus nerve is part of the parasympathetic nervous system, but its special function is that it will switch the body out of the sympathetic nervous system and then let the, the sorry the parasympathetic nervous system and let the sympathetic nervous system take over. And then it also brings the body back into a parasympathetic state after the threat is no longer present. So it has a mm-hmm. vital role in switching our physiological state from threat to safety and vice versa.
0: Great, great, great. So uh, that's, you know, uh, uh, wonderfully said how this vagus nerve is is so important for us. And again, for all our listeners, uh, the cranial nerves are very vital to the uh, phys- function. Like um, why the victor was saying uh, there are 12 cranial nerves um, and they are all coming from a um, sing you know same area of where the the medulla oblongata is uh, in the brain in, in that region um, so brain stem what we call as brain stem right around that region um, so they have the vagus nerve has a common origin with the nerve that is going to our eye the, the optic nerve or the nerve that goes towards our nose uh, which is the olfactory nerve and so on the, the uh, eye movement which is oculomotor and um, you know these nerves are all it's so intricate and mind boggling that this uh, these these sense uh, you know producing nerves all the sense you know controlling or or receiving nerves are at the common origin with the vagus nerve and the vagus nerve is like the uh, you know control switch as why victor said you know wonderful Correlation: How the um, the body's auto and uh, and and then uh, non-auto, uh, you know, to, for a lack of a better word, and is, is dependent on this vagus nerve. So um, we uh, you know we want to know uh, this this uh, in in a little more uh, uh, detail. Um, I wanted to you know have a, a, t- a little time spent on. Uh, the sympathetic aspect. So, because those are two new words that our listeners are, you know, just la- wrapping their mind around. And um, so we, we few, you know, minutes or in a few words, if you can define the sympathetic and 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 then parasympathetic, and then we can go back to the vagus nerve again. Uh, if you could do that, uh, we, you know, the listeners would be very appreciative.
1: Yeah, sure. So. Parasympathetic, and by the way, all these names, vagus, parasympathetic, sympathetic, they're all Latin based. So parasympathetic literally means around the sympathetic. And the reason for that is because of its physiological disposition. So the parasympathetic has two points of origin. One is the brainstem um, as a 10th cranial nerve. And the other is at the sacrum. Hence you have an art form called craniosacral massage. Um, That's very into accessing the parasympathetic nervous system. And then it kind of, it's obviously a huge neural network that envelops your entire body. Then you have the sympathetic nervous system, which originates from the spinal cord behind the heart. And then spiders out and connects to all the same places that the parasympathetic nervous system does. So the two nervous system acts as they're not opposites. We don't want to say that they act as kind of like almost a seesaw with each other. When one is going up in function, the other is going down in function. And when one, so when the sympathetic nervous system is fully activated, the parasympathetic nervous system is pretty much off. And when the parasympathetic nervous system is fully activated, the sympathetic nervous is pretty much off. And, That's important because kind of we live in one or the other for the most part. And we're physiologically wired for life, meaning we can only live if we spend the majority of our time in the parasympathetic nervous system. That's not to say that the sympathetic nervous system is bad. You need it as well to survive. And it can give you a lot of temporary vitality and strength and ability to act. In the form of play or hard work or athletics, or also dealing with threats. So, Mm -hmm. we never want to paint the sympathetic nervous system as evil or wrong. Mm -hmm. Um, But we do want to understand that it's not meant to be active for most of our day. Most of our day we should spend in the parasympathetic nervous system because that's where we find homeostasis with the doshas, with the datus, with Agni, all that.
0: Mm. Well said. Yeah, a, I
1: think I think that's a good enough definition to start
0: with. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh, now is the is the time to uh, integrate these um, knowledge that is so uh, well developed and documented in the modern science, and then correlate to what Ayurveda really says um, about the homeostasis in terms of as you just said doshas. Dhatus, Malas, and Agni, and Manas. So, how would we how would we relate this uh, autonomic nervous system to our Ayurvedic, uh, you know, uh, physiology, and uh, if uh, may not be pathology. Just for our listeners, we want to go towards more healthy state. How would we relate these two?
1: Sure. So, okay. So we've got are doshas, let's say, and everyone has their prakruti, and so mm-hmm. their their base constitution. And that means that prakruti in your system has formed the ideal balance between the sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous systems. It's created by, by virtue of your prakruti, you have a certain makeup when it comes to your autonomic nervous system. And finding the balance point for you is one of the great goals of Ayurveda. Because we can't, everyone has a unique autonomic nervous system, the pathways are not the same as everyone else's. Um, It's like a fingerprint. And so part of finding homeostasis is learning one's own autonomic behavior, and learning how to modify it and affect it, even though you can't just sit there and think it um, to be different. You can modify it through your food. You can modify it through your pranayama. You can modify it through yoga asana, meditation, mantra. All those things are very much designed to affect the autonomic nervous system in a very um, profound way. And by doing so, you can keep your body in a parasympathetic state that's in accordance to your prakriti. And when you can do that, you're going to remain in homeostasis. Your body will mostly take care of itself. If you can keep the autonomic nervous system in balance.
0: Mm. Great, wonderful. Why, um, uh, Victor? This is, uh, you know, fascinating and mind-boggling. Uh, you know, information. Uh, we do have a, a, the series, and uh, we would love to get this in more information about the functionalities of. Uh, the doshas. I I like how you uh, said the prakriti of a person which Ayurveda, uh, you know, so much emphasizes for health promotion and disease prevention uh, has a, um, you know, unique relation to autonomous nervous system. That is a great way of looking at how we can blueprint our own autonomous nervous system Uh, belonging to a very specific body type that I have and how it can be uh, influenced through pranayama and those things. It's it's very, very useful tools. Uh, We will get into this in more in detail in our next podcast to talk about, you know, how, The um, different aspects of Ayurvedic daily routine or yogic practices like pranayama, yoga, um, and meditation, too. How do they influence and how we can keep our autonomous nervous systems in? a very peaceful and health-promotive state. So we can't wait for those uh, you know, questions to be answered. And uh, I wanted to thank you, Vaidya Victor, for coming in today and sharing your wealth of knowledge uh, with our uh, Ayurvedic community at Atreya Herbs. Thank you so much, and namaste to you.
1: Namaste, thank you, Vaidya Jay.